I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. Actually, there's a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay. We're no, going to no. take, gonna... take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you're listening to the live cast of The Dinner Party Show for May 4th, 2014. And tonight we will not be talking about anyone's sanctimonious and attention-seeking overreaction to anything either President Obama or comedian Joel McHale said during last night's White House Correspondents' Dinner, Mm -hmm. including any supposed moral indignation that the word penis was used at the podium at one point during the evening. And not by the president, mind you, who probably got to use his penis later that night because he kind of killed it. Although we're sorry to see (laughs) his orange is the new black line is getting more traction than his warning to Fox News that they'll have a much harder time convincing people Hillary Clinton was born in Kenya. (laughs) We think the latter point is funnier because it reminds everyone of how stupid most of the people who like Fox News actually are. Ouch, babe. But we're still not talking about it except to say penis, 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 penis. Penis, penis, penis. There. There. Uh, We will also not be talking about the alleged Christian bigot moron from Tennessee who is running for president of the United States on an anti-Constitution platform. (laughs) If elected, he will apparently nullify the U.S. Constitution and make his personal twisted brand of Christianity our official state religion. Girl. The Bible will be taught in K-12. through I guess he's given up on college kids. Or college. Or maybe just college, right? Um, He will take away all legal recognition of gay people and ban gays from television. What? I don't remember the no fags on TV part of Christianity, but it is his own special bigot moron sect. It is. He says executive salaries will be capped at $300,000. Not sure which executives, but they're going to be pissed. And uh-huh. why Jesus would why would he care about their salaries? Jesus was an executive. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
I'm sorry, go on. He was definitely in charge. Uh, further, our candidate says that as president, he will raise the drinking age to 25. Now, I think that's a real mistake because it'll only lose him all the votes of everyone under 25. Mm -hmm. But I also think that drunk people would be more likely to accidentally vote for him. This is true. Finally, he would strictly follow God's teachings and remove all nudity from the Internet. Not gun sales, but oh. nudity. Because, you know, God loves those guns, but he clearly wanted us clothed, which is why we are all born fully dressed. Indeed. Now, it might be fun to shame and try to suppress this deranged alleged, Christ alleged Christian party candidate, but we're afraid that if we did, people might think that we were alleged Christians, too, and we have our reputations to think of. So... We're not going to talk We're about so it. We're so not. We're no, not talking not about another it word. at all. Also not being discussed on tonight's show, Jonah Falconer, the 43-year-old Manhattanite who has given the Icelandic Phallological Museum permission to place his 13.5-inch sex organ, and by that I mean penis, My. on display after his death. Ew. That's the important part. Falconer has the longest penis ever measured in a documentary. Huh. As opposed to all those men with 14-inch penises who had them measured in a romantic comedy, a thriller, or a Broadway musical. And I've seen all of those. You sure have, girl. Falconer is quoted as saying he will be honored to have his deceased, that's very important, sex organ displayed between Ew. that of a polar bear and a sperm whale. Hmm. But that's not why we're talking about him. No? That's not why we're not talking about him. Excuse me. We're not talking about him because not a single article about this story showed a picture of his penis. What's... What? I don't know. Dear America, here's my letter. What is up with you and penises? You'd be nowhere without them, but you freak out when comedians talk about them, and God forbid we should ever see one on network or cable television. I've said it before... And I'll say it again as soon as I swallow. <laughs> penis, penis, penis. Penis, penis. Penis. There, we've said it. Penis. But we'll say no more on it. Penis. We also have no interest in discussing the latest from Maggie Gallagher. Maggie. The hideous, hateful dimwit in charge of NOM, nom that nom, group nom, of nom, hate mongers nom, who nom, apparently nom. think that hatred and unconstitutional institutionalized discrimination are the only things that will save marriage. Her recent screed about how gay people are starting to get public support and equal rights and bemoaning the failure of the continuing efforts of her ilk to force their own beliefs on others reveals her basic lack of understanding of the topic. Mm -hmm. Mags, hun, if you don't want to marry someone of the same sex and... I think that you do, but if you don't, <laughs> you don't have to. But as to who the rest of us get to marry, well, no one gives a fuck what you think. Nope. We think you should shut up and move to Mississippi, the state that did pass the law you're so sad about losing out on in Arizona that will allow you to discriminate against other lesbians based on your religious belief. Mm -hmm. Heads up, though, Mags, it will also allow others to discriminate against you. So, whatever you do, Maggie, try to do it quietly, because everyone is clearly sick of your special, ill-informed brand of hate. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> we will also not be discussing Ukrainian-born actress Natasha Blasik, who claimed on the British TV show This Morning that she has had sex with a ghost twice, <laughs> and that it was, quote, warm and really pleasurable. <laughs> We also won't be discussing how Blasek's claims have aroused the ire of Huffington Post ghost blogger, 
<laughs> yes, I said ghost blogger. Really? Alexandra Holzer, who claims those who usually report having sex with ghosts feel pressure and even penetration, but not warmth. Is Alexandra a ghost or just a blogger? Well, here's what I have to say about that. We will say, the Huffington Post has a ghost blogger? Right. Is she an actual ghost? What about Abraham Lincoln or Robert Kennedy? Could they blog for the Huffington Post? Guest ghosts. Or are they both too busy having ghost sex with hot Ukrainian-born actresses who will say anything for attention? There's something Ah, we talk about. Political scandal. Uh-huh. Ghost sex. Mm. Penis. Finally, we absolutely do not care who Lindsay Lohan has or has not slept with. If her fuck it list was supposed to be a secret part of her addiction recovery, we suggest that she give actual anonymity a try and go the hell away. Please. We are also very sorry to hear that Kimye is back from France, and we wish they'd stayed there. Here's an idea. Live there after the wedding and take Lindsay with you. Sorry, France, but it's your turn. Penis. To Tori and Dean Spelling, speaking of penis, <laughs> speaking of penis, and your insistence on including all of us in your endless marriage counseling to cope with the shocking revelation of infidelity in your marriage, we are speechless except to ask, weren't you both married to other people when you first got together? And finally, we will not comment except to say that if James Franco is going to post nude pics on Instagram, we'd like to ask that he post better ones. That's all we have to say about it. As for everything else, it's still on the table on tonight's live cast of The Dinner Party Show. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. Penis, 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 penis. Are we back? We're back, Eric Shaw. Why do you think I'd be talking about penises if we weren't back on the air live? I, I've, I've never known you, you think to I stop just talking about or... penises. All right. And now. I've known you for quite a long time now. All right, now. You know that I don't just sit in this studio alone talking about penises. No, you call people listen. up or text them. No, I come here late at night and I act like we're doing a show. I do a little ghost show and I just go, <laughs> penis, penis, right? penis, so penis, penis, penis. Is, is Alexandra the ghost blogger a ghost who blogs on the... No, she blogs on ghost-related issues. But let's be clear about something with the Huffington Post. There's nobody who doesn't blog for the Huffington Post now. Like, it's like everyone I know has a blog on the Huffington Post. So is it like saying you blog for WordPress? Yeah, it is. It's getting to be that way. A lot of people have their own WordPress blogs, but they also, quote-unquote, syndicate them to the Huffington Post. But it just means you just add it there. It's sort of like having a Facebook page? Yes, it means that Ariana Huffington makes her ad revenue off of a bunch of people she isn't paying to do anything. Welcome to the business model of the internet. That's how you thrive, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's thriving, man. Get everybody to do all the work and hang out on the beach. Welcome to the Quattro de Mayo edition of You're the Guest, a special edition. There's so many fucking He's special Christopher editions. Rice. I'm Everything Christopher is Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. He's still Eric Shaw Quinn. I am. We both have penises and we don't mind talking about them. Uh, but tonight's show is a contest, but you all, our party people, our listeners out there in the dark and in your car and in your in your dark cellars or wherever you may live. What kind of fantasy are you entertaining I tonight? I don't know. <laughs> people are controlling. We're, I think we got a lot of hackers listening to us. Christopher's in a strange mood tonight. Something happened to Christopher during the, the <laughs> correspondence dinner last night. He was traumatized <laughs> was... by the correspondence dinner. He's been a little jumpy so all much, afternoon. So much talk of penises. I just can't take it. Um... So we asked you to call our party line, which is 323-PEZ-TDPS, and leave your drunken confession. I have to say, this was probably 
I'm going to put it this way. A lot of y'all are just chickens. A lot of y'all are just balk, 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 yellow belly chickens. I posted about this on Facebook all week long, and everyone's like, I'm not doing that. I don't want an Armistead Mopin book that bad. But uh, we did. We could give better prizes. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if that's really the the big complaint, like, is that that it? Is that really what's stopping you? I don't know. I'm calling in. We've certainly, I think, managed to. Include our own. In fact, we've had plenty of embarrassing moments right here live on the air. Our embarrassing moment is our show. I will say that. But listen, before we get into, because we do have entries, I don't want to make it sound like everybody was too chicken to, to call in. We have a couple no. entries. There was actually a real surge. Yeah. There's... Towards the end there. Towards the end of the week. People were just saving them up. Yeah. I've started the shaming on social media is what happened. <clears throat> uh, we want to announce that tickets for the Anne Rice Vampire Lestat fan club ball have gone on sale. <laughs> There's a segue, huh? <laughs> somebody forgot and somebody was just on the phone with his mother about an hour ago and she said, do not forget to mention the tickets to the ball have gone on sale. This is a very How can special... I get tickets, Christopher? You can go. The website is www, as all websites are. Right? Well, that stands for Do we Worldwide still have to Web. say that? A-R-V-L-F-C.com. The initials of Anne Rice Vampire Lestat Fan Club.com. And tickets for the ball can be purchased through that website, or information on where to purchase tickets can be found on that website. Where again? A-R-V-L-F-C.com. Anne Rice Vampire Lestat Fan club. Do you know why they have that name? No. Because when they originally went to my mother years ago, they said we're going to start the Anne Rice fan club. She said, No, no, no. You can't name it for me. That's I'm, I'm way too humble. I'm, too, you know, you have to name it for him. So they named it for the vampire. It was the Vampire Lestat fan club. Uh huh. So now it's now I think she's reached a place in her career where they can put her name on it too, and uh, you know, it won't dilute the brand. It's really nice to see her maturing as an artist. <laughs> it really is. She's worked so hard. <laughs> Uh, so the ball She's is Halloween. Really She's written a lot of books. This it's Halloween weekend in New Orleans. We will be there. You and I are going to be there doing something. We're going to do something I special. I can't wait. I've never been before. This will be my first. Uh, Jordan Ampersand will be there, too. <sighs> or maybe not. I don't know. We're, I'm talking to him about it. Why does he have to ruin everything in my life? Yeah, because he does. Because he does. And because <sighs> your life is so easily ruined. Maybe I should go dressed as Jordan Ampersand. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. We um we have a lot of entries to get through. Actually, we don't have a lot of entries to get through because y'all are chickens. Well, and because we narrowed it down. Now we didn't have we weren't ever planning to do all of them. The idea was to narrow it down. The narrowing was just a lot easier because the field was not as broad as we had originally hoped. But it was the first time we've done this, and so here's hoping. Absolutely. One but- theme emerged that I'd like to consider for our next round of this is best revenge story. Yeah, two of these are revenge stories. I thought that was really great. Absolutely. I I love that idea. I love revenge stories. Also, just as a side note, I did actually drop some of the scrambled eggs. No, it was it was actually a piece of the quiche crust today, but that's it. Nothing actually exploded. The food report from I Eric Shock. I had a apartment. relatively uneventful um, breakfast brunch sort of experience this Sunday, uh-huh. which I'm really pleased to report. Amy Bellina was apparently concerned about my continuing exploding breakfast. So it was really, it was sort of like flaky crust. What you should be concerned about is his driving, Amy. If you find out he's been driving, call the police. Especially while I'm eating brunch. We want to, before we hear our first entry, Sharon Haas's son, Alan, is 20 years old today. So we want to wish him a happy birthday and thank her for being a loyal party person. Happy birthday, Alan. Happy birthday! And now we go to, we have revived the Inappropriatron, 
And here is our first entry in Quattro de Mayo, Drunken Confessions. Ah, baby, come over here. Hey, Christopher and Eric. This is Paul calling from sunny Pomfret, Connecticut. It was my first week back to school as a sophomore in college. A bunch of friends got together, and we had a birthday party for everyone whose birthday took place during the summer break. As I was living off campus, a buddy picked me up, and after the party, he dropped me off about 300 yards from my door. And he got home three and a half hours before I did. And that's all I got. I learned my lesson. Wait a minute. This one involves math, so I'm confused. So he got dropped off 300 yards from his door, so we're assuming he passed out somewhere between his door and he where he got dropped off. He doesn't actually know what happened he between the time that... Which one, it was an alien abduction. An alien also, abduction. Um, did he say two questions? Did he say he was from Palm Frites, Connecticut? Yeah, it's where they make French fries. I think so. Yeah, I love that. Is no, that said, really a place? He said Palm Frit. Oh, Palm Frit. I have weird, weird names up in the Northeast. They're not normal down like down south where you know Delahousie um, and Bosho and Tallapoosa, <laughs> Chapatulas. Yeah, I got it. A Anyway, um, the other question, the, just a sort of a a note like you weren't actually supposed to be drunk while you were making <laughs> now that is an accusation you can't prove I, i'm not i'm no not casting any aspersions here. I, i'm just saying that it's okay if you were but it wasn't actually a requirement maybe that's why people didn't call because they're also sober <laughs> everybody who listens to the show is so healthy and normal like us that's why they waited until the end of the week because yeah. they needed to be able to that get drunk that is true the messages started rolling in around friday like at the cutoff line and right. the east coast ev- had had their boxed wine everybody was already yeah yeah all tanked up on carla rossi white yeah right all right let's go back to the inappropriate tron for our next entry come on bottoms up one for the road you gotta be social you gotta be social that wasn't the intro okay it's busty again i have one other story for you guys i promised i wouldn't tell it but screw it it's for a contest anyhow um so Everybody had been drinking, and we were all feeling pretty damn good. Um, but, you know, the night was coming to an end. So the boys went up off to bed, and uh, Stu and I went up off to bed. All of a sudden, I lost Stu. I'm like, where, where, where's he go? And uh hear him talking to the boys. I go in there. He's stark naked, giving the boys the love talk. Oh, my. Could you imagine... How horrified my boys were when yes. their dad is standing there yeah, that, in all his glory funny. telling them about yeah. love. Oh, love. holy hell. I grabbed all the stew, put him to bed, and I'm still apologizing to the boys many years later. <laughs> anyway, have fun, guys. Bye. All right. Did you pick this one because it was in keeping with your penis theme for penis, tonight's Penis, yes. It's always good to have your penis out when you're talking to your children. Oh, God, I went too far. <laughs> I went too far. The show's over. The show's canceled. If we were on a network, we would have just been canceled. Oh, my God. I didn't mean it. Anyway, okay, so the, the ballot is going up on our Facebook page as we're doing this live show, and it will be up until the 12th. 
you have to vote. And uh, we have interesting titles for each entry, and that was um, The Naked Facts of Life. Why are you looking at me like that? Oh, right, chuckling? the 12th, right, this yes. This your was... contest. You actually came up with this whole idea, and like I'm just going off your script. Yeah, so. I wrote it down, and then I walked away. I know, because you had exploding eggs to eat. <laughs> Well, we're going to take a short break, uh, which is never really a break because everything we do on our show is us. So here's a word from one of our wacky sponsors, and we'll be back here on the Dinner Party Show with Quattro de Mayo, Drunken Confessions. Are you tired of playing charades every time you have a get-together? Are you sick of the same old board games that always ask you to roll the dice and pull another silly card? Worse, are you tired of playing a game for 30 minutes only to watch your entire family devolve into a bitter screaming fight about who may or may not have cheated? Well, the happy-go-lucky folks at Conflict-A-Fun Games have found a way for you to skip right to the fight and score the most points off it with their hot new game, Draw Stuff Mom and Dad Said Drunk. Damn, because it's some of the worst things that ever happened to me. Is that cat real or is my foot talking to the sofa? Ha <laughs> ha, draw that, kids. Draw Stuff Mom and Dad Said Drunk has a sophisticated scoring system that will keep players on their toes as it encourages them to furiously illustrate the most painful and inappropriate statements their parents ever made to them while under the influence. You guys are just... Just the last one standing because I was too lazy to go back to the clinic after I found out how to Okay, pregnant. that's probably too much for anyone to draw with a Sharpie, but the simple guidelines included in Draw Stuff Mom and Dad Said Drunk instruct players on how they can spend several weeks prior to gameplay dredging up the most painful things their parents ever said to them while drinking and printing those statements on brightly colored cards. Best yet, if your game lasts longer than 15 minutes, each player is a allowed to phone our special helpline, where trained counselors are standing by to talk you down off the ledge. Draw stuff mom and dad said drunk. It's charades without the denial. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. Welcome back to the Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. Eric Shaw Quinn, are we bothering you? It looks like you have other plans this evening. You just wandered really... in and out of the studio and Well, you know, like I did I went for tea, so it's I guess everybody can't it isn't a drink break. I didn't go to the bathroom. So Well make it clear that you went for tea here. You didn't go down the street. People won't think to, you're very I committed. I went to Starbucks. All right, you're listening to Quattro de Mayo Drunken Confessions, and we're going to go back to our Inappropriatron for another uh, message from one of our party people Can't on our wait. party line. Inappropriatron, take us away. Go relax, and I'm ready to party <laughs> with the best of them. I want her on the show. Hey, Eric. Hey, Chris. Love the show. This is Chris Ferrat from... Pennsylvania, just outside Philadelphia. I can't believe I'm about to tell you this, but, uh, but that's years ago I had a crush on this guy, and um, I guess it was for my birthday. We finally decided to go out for dinner and drinks, just the two of us. Excellent. And he kind of mentioned that the plan was we were going to go back to his place mm. afterwards, and he was still living with his mom and stepdad. But Oh, dear. Well... The night kind of got out of hand, and I maybe had a little too much to drink. And I don't remember what happened as we were driving home, but I know I woke up the next morning 
in his stepfather's bed. Oh. And I don't know what happened, but I know that there was a lot of yelling, and I was taken home, and we've never talked since. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. Uh-huh. And I regret it. Really? Bye. I don't know what to say to any of that. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to do. It's my own show. It's our own show. Well, at okay. least everybody was, you know, nobody yeah. was talking to the children with their junk out. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah, good, good. Because we, we don't know what happened with Although, that. I don't know how old he was when this story took place. Yeah, <laughs> Who's no. stepfather. Holy mother. Mm. Holy mother. Do you feel like we should have an interview with the family, maybe? Like a counterpoint an intervention. kind of thing? No, not an, an you know, a point counterpoint to, to thing. family intervention, yeah. um, pizza, California pizza kitchen. Yeah, do we have time to tell that story? <laughs> I don't know. We should tell our own drunken confession No, stories. no. <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> I don't really, I should just, I would, when I used to get drunk, I would just pass out. I didn't really do anything. Oh, and I occasionally I'd write a novel. My first three novels, those are my drunken <laughs> confessions. Go out and buy them. $2.99. I woke the first up and I was Amazon. a published novelist. I woke up and I was in the family business. <laughs> and all it took was a bottle of Maker's Mark in a dream. Okay, I'm still uncomfortable. I, I, I can say penis eight times to an audience of strangers, but I can't listen to a man say he woke up in bed with the stepfather of the guy he was dating. Weird. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think that is uh, pretty strange. Yeah. I think it might make for an interesting Amazon series. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know the thing with Amazon and porn now, right? Like, you, you, you there, there are all sorts of sort of organic developing rules about what you can publish on Amazon. There's the Bigfoot example. Come for Bigfoot was turned into Moan for Bigfoot when there was a Guardian article about all the monster porn on Amazon. Now it's back to being Come for Bigfoot. But incest is a, is a very big taboo. And so all of these books suddenly became Stepfather's Gangbang. <laughs> step Brothers Garage. <laughs> There's all step, step, step. And they call it step zest now. I think that's more, actually better. Yeah. Like the the whole idea, like I it is the one weird part of the uh the whole Game of Thrones universe that's just sort of like you, Cersei and and Jamie, like I just like sleeping with a member of your immediate family is just the weirdest thing I can possibly imagine. Yeah, no, I just think that's bizarre. No, yeah, and completely unsexy. There's <laughs> just nothing sexy about it. The only reason it might seem sexy to anybody is if they didn't have any siblings. Yeah, I think that it's really definitely a sex fantasy of only children. I really I, do. It's yeah. I, you know, and maybe just because it's so taboo. Boo, it's hot to some people, and uh-huh. you yeah. know, whatever, but it is really in a related story. The dinner party show is looking for a new staff, they have all just walked out. Apparently, I can see them, they're waving goodbye, and Uh-oh. they've quit. So, if you are a sound designer and you want to move to Los Angeles for absolutely like, no in the money, next five minutes, in the next five minutes, so the show doesn't go off the air, okay. That was the only one we had scheduled for this segment, and I and I really think that that is that's um, yeah, yeah. That, okay. We call that Stepfather's Day. Vote, yes, voting is happening on our Facebook page and will be for about another week. 
we're going to draw this one out as long as possible. Well, no, we've got to. Um, we have a, a special next week. We're live from Poison Creek oh, next that's week, right. so yeah. we won't be announcing the winner until the show after next. So yeah. uh, we, we've extended the voting period a little bit to accommodate for that. Because why not? Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break here on the dinner. Let's take party a long show. break, and we're going to put our face in some ice. We hope you do too. <laughs> and then we'll be back here with more drunken confessions on the Quattro de Mayo edition of Your the guest. Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Let's dish. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you never left The Dinner Party Show because there's no getting away. You can't. The Dinner Party Show. You can't get away from it. You're listening to Quattro de Mayo. You're the guest. This is our drunken confession contest. And we've got to come up with a more consistent naming convention for our specials. We just make it up as we go along, I feel like. I kind of think that's been sort of the flying by the seat of the pants light motif for the whole show since we started. The making it up as we go along show. We were going to start a political talk show. What were we saying? We'll call it, the title was going to be a No You Shut Up. No You Shut Up. <laughs> no You Shut Up. No You Shut Up. With From the people who brought you Don't Start That Again. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We're going to go back to our inappropriate Tron and hope that it's a little less incesty this time. Oh, we do want to check in with our party people. Uh, Leslie Moore, no, you did not have to be drunk to call the party line and you never have to be drunk to call the party but line. But it helps. But it does help. <laughs> It does help. Uh, Brad Hendricks says you act like nailing the parent instead never happens. I don't even know what to do with this. I just hate that our show has gone in this direction. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, I'm seeing notes about Delphs. What's the male equivalent of a cougar? A producer. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Try the shrimp. All right. A Clooney. <laughs> George Clooney. All right, inappropriate John. Take us away. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. What the Alright, you want embarrassing junk and confessions? Uh-oh. Um the night of my birthday, which everyone knows we get all kinds of messed up that Right. Uh, we were in the drive-thru for Taco Bell, and I really, really, really needed to go to the bathroom. So I screamed at him, you know, through the drive-thru thing, saying that I needed the largest they had. And when we got to the window to pick up our order and pay for our food and everything, I dropped trout, grabbed the giant cup, and proceeded to piss in the cup. Through the window and tried handing it back to him. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. First of all, I get strangely turned on when a woman says drop trow. Right? Yeah. But anyway, have you ever done anything like that, Eric Shaw Quinn? No. You don't urinate. I forgot. You don't actually urinate. I have never been to the bathroom outside. (laughs) I am the biggest princess any of you people will ever meet. You effervesce. You like just, it's like like opening the champagne. (laughs) 
It's like a bunch of bubbles. <laughs> I really, really. I did have a dry, a drunken confession. Well, I don't know if it's a drunken oh, confession, so but I did have a drive-through one. incident. Did you? Um, many, many years ago. I have sort of a blind spot about driving. I know you think that there are a number of them, but the real, my real issue with, like, I have no ability to remember that things change behind you after you have passed. Like, I, I have backed into every car that of every member of my family. Right, I pull mm-hmm. into the driveway, and then somebody pulls in behind me in the driveway. Because they're then, trying to keep you from leaving. And then I go and get in my car and throw it in reverse and smash into the front of their car. Right. I just I can't quite keep it in my head that <laughs> things might have changed behind you. So people, on the plus side, nobody much parked behind me after I'd smashed into It was all like of their walking cars. behind a horse. Yeah. You don't want to get kicked. You yeah. don't want to get kicked. So I, was, I pulled into the drive-thru at the Burger King, and I pulled in a little wide and I couldn't quite reach the, Mm -hmm. you know, the thing. So I just threw it into reverse and plowed into the car behind me that it, of course, pulled up back there. Yeah, And you were drunk when you did this. Well, you know, probably there was drinking involved. There had been drinking. Like it was late night drive through. Mm. Usually is indicative of drinking. And so, yeah, that's sort of my, um, yeah, we call that particular segment Runs for the Border. Runs for the Border. All of these have names. The previous one, um, Stepfather's Day. Right. Mm -hmm. There was 300 yards before I sleep. Uh, that was the guy who was dropped off 300 yards from home, and then there the was... The Naked Facts of Life. The Naked Facts of Life. So all of these will be clearly spelled out on the ballot on our Facebook page, the Facebook, facebook.com slash the dinner party show. And you can always tune back in and listen to them again if you have any and doubts. And just download our podcast over and over and over and over again, or else we're going to have to start charging $500 for each show. And well, let's do that anyway. Let's, that sounds like a great idea. Like that'll really that'll that'll winnow down the audience to the really faithful the and committed, really engaged users. Five hundred dollars. No. Our oh, show is really... free. Our show is free across the all apps platforms. Apps are free. The show is free. The downloads are free. We love you, babe. Yes, the party people now understand why I warned everyone earlier about Eric Shaw Quinn's driving. Thank you. Okay. I, I just would like to point out that I get extreme. Disc- driver discounts Be- on my on my insurance Be- every year because you never drive because <laughs> nobody who knows will let you. You don't have any miles on your car. Even so, yeah, that's why you, what the luxury discount because they think it's like the car that you take for rides in the country. It's the out leisure, in the shed. I get a leisure rate, but in addition to the leisure rate, I get an extreme driver discount. You also live in West Hollywood, so you can walk everywhere. We both can, which is one yeah. of the things. I have an eleven-year-old car that only has seventy-five thousand miles on it, which is um, which shocked our sound designer Brandon Griffith, who's also a bit of a gearhead. If shocked. I say so myself, shocked and very easy to shock. Apparently. Let's go back to the inappropriate. Uh, what's this entry? I don't know what this is about. Let's see. Inappropriatron, take us away. Makes one person go, blah, 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 and the other person go, what are you talking about? And then one person goes, blah, blah, blah. hi, dinner party show people. This is Critic at Large, Jordan Ampersand, and I'm super excited that there's a contest. On tonight's Jesus. dinner party show, because when there's a contest, this? Christopher She's and Eric don't talk as much. And Fitzpatrick, don't, don't put the cat in the shoebox. No, no, the cat does not like that. Jordan's poor oh, cats. God. Anyway, yeah. I don't get drunk very often because all I eat now is weak cats and awake. sperm. Not man sperm, whale sperm. It's right. like a new thing right. at this juice bar. Fitzpatrick's drug dealer runs. I anyway. See. But I have a friend who should totally enter the contest, but he's too afraid to call. Uh-huh. So I'm calling for him, 
and I'm going to give his drunken confession, which is that one time, like, dance at a bar, on the bar, like a go-go dancer kind of thing, and the bar was in the valley, and it was called Bootsnapped or something. Anyway, so he got in his outfit, which was, like, gold rayon shorts and a piranha-style halter top, which has, like, little tears in it. Did Patrick take the cat out dragging the shoebox around? No, no, the cat doesn't like that. He's screaming. Okay, um, so anyway, my friend went to this bar in his gold rayon shorts and piranha-style halter top, and they told him to go in the back door, and it was all dark. So he got up on the bar and started dancing, and then people started throwing stuff, and he was all like, this is not what I signed up for. And the music was all wrong, too. It wasn't like fun dance music. It was like country western. So the men were getting all violent. So he got a fire extinguisher because he thought they made what? fire. But it just shoots white stuff. Like, what does extinguish even mean? So anyway, um, he just like picked up the red thing and slammed the nearest guy over the head with the fire oh. extinguisher. And he ran out of the bar. And anyway, the bar burned down anyway, which was so weird because I don't remember. Huh. And anyway, the moral of the story is bars that have boots in the name are not always the same bar. Because I was supposed to be dancing at Puss in Boots around the corner, but instead I was, I, I mean, my friend went mm -hmm. to Bootstrap, uh -huh. which is a very different bar, or at least it was before it burned down. Okay, did I win? Did, I mean, did my friend win? I hope I won. Fitzpatrick, don't. He's not. He's not on the ballot. We're not including dinner party show staff on the on the ballot. That's bullshit. Or Jordan. he shouldn't have called in. <laughs> he is a staff member of the dinner party show. I'm sorry. But if even if he you. wasn't, he would still not be on the ballot. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not on the ballot, and and he's automatically not, disqualified. The dinner for party being show Jordan does not endorse burning down bars, whether or not you think they're gay bars or country western bars. We are not in favor, and it is fire extinguisher. There is no such thing as a fire extinguisher. I'm glad you cleared that up for everyone, Christopher, because people might have thought we were pro. Bar burning. <laughs> they don't know with you. You probably just drove your car into it because I didn't know they built a bar there 15 years ago. I did. It was behind me. It's something changed behind me. I'm all. I'm forward thinking. It really is. I actually back into my parking space at at the building where I live so that when I pull out, I'm coming out front ways to avoid that very specific issue. <gasps> Oh, my God. This show is a disaster. Just a disaster tonight. I swear to God. Really? Well, you know, I just I, I just didn't want Jordan to call in, and I'm very upset with him, and I'm going to take it up with him later. Well, a we lot don't later. We don't have to play things on the show that we don't want to. Well, I think somebody, I think Brandon actually fed that into the computer. Well, we'll have to have yeah. a stern talk with him after tonight's production. Okay, so let's check in with our entries. Jordan Ampersand's entry will not be included on the ballot, but so we have there's not that one. We have 300 miles before, before I sleep. 300 yards. The naked facts of life. If he made it home, in he three doesn't know. He was if he drunk. made it home in three and a half hours from 300 miles away. I'm actually kind of impressed. How much is 300 yards? Like 300 yards is, I don't know, like from the corner to your front door, from the corner of your street to your front door. I have several streets. Which street are you referring to? You have more than one front door. <laughs> I have many front doors in my father's house, in my mother's condo. There are you, many front doors. You know what? There's a tape measure here. I'll let you take okay, it you home. Okay, you know what? You. I don't you need. I don't need the out. lip. I don't need the lip. Is yeah, but well, you've come need. to the wrong show. Yeah, I, I, so 300 I've yards before I sleep. Show. 
uh, The Naked Facts of Life, okay. Stepfather's Day, Gross. and Runs for the Border. And not Jordan's Barn Burning. And absolutely not Jordan's brand, Barn Burning. All right. Well, there you go. So the the ballot will be up on our Facebook page next week. We are do- the show's not over. I'm just talking like it is. We're about to go to another break. We've got a word from one of our sponsors. Let me sweep Eric. You're a out complete of his- disaster, Christopher. <laughs> the show's fine. <laughs> I can't get past Stepfather's Day. Okay, I just just thrown him completely I off just- that, and apparently Joel McHale talking about penis. On penis the- at the correspondence penis, penis, dinner. Penis. No, I support penises. I am a penis supporter. <laughs> I support greater a greater degree of penises in the White House. Particularly in James Franco's Instagram post, although I said I wouldn't talk about it. So there yeah, now the show really is it. a disaster. You can't talk about it. All right. It. Well, All right. Well, we're going to take a break for a word from another one of our sponsors. I then need we're going to gonna lie have down. a song. Eric is going to lie down. Jordan is going to be arrested for what he just confessed to on the show. And you are going to stay right where you are. Are you tired of getting songs stuck in your head that you actually know? Do you enjoy it when a friend keeps asking you to identify a song from just the three or four notes they can remember and they keep singing those notes to you over and over and over again? Well, the folks at Combata Fun Party Games have come up with a brand new board game that should fill your empty evenings with delight. It's Name That Tune You Can't Quite Remember. Okay, so it's like, do, 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 do. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm supposed to be guessing from yeah, this? Yeah, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. Do, do, that's, do. That's all you know of the song? Uh, do. I don't know, Moon River? No, listen. I am listening. Do, oh, gee. Do. Okay, these are actually different notes from the ones you were singing. Listen, do. Oh, oh well, this do. is just fucking ridiculous. Who said we should play this? Whoops. I'm sorry. That emotional outburst just cost you 300 points. See, the point of name that tune you can't quite remember isn't to actually guess the name of the song. It's to get through the five hours the game takes to complete without using profanity or attempting to physically harm any of your fellow players. Drawing on the simple fact that the average person has about 300 songs they can't quite remember floating through their head at any given moment, Name That Tune You Can't Quite Remember is the hottest new endurance game out there. Well, that's just outrageous. Whoops! There goes another 300 points. Your score is now negative 1,200. Better watch out or you'll be forced to play our molasses round where your most intoxicated teammate tries to remember all of the words to their top three favorite songs from elementary school. Elementary school? Name that tune you can't quite remember. Coming this Christmas from that cousin who never knows quite what to buy you. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. Welcome back to the Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. What happened? You know what? We have to have a talk about air conditioning in this studio. I had a break. I went to the boys' room, so that's everybody drank. Okay, everybody drink. And every time I turn up the air conditioner, they should be allowed to drink. And they can actually hear me turning up the air conditioner. Can you all hear that? Like every show, before the show starts, I put the remote control over beside you so you can do whatever you want with the air conditioning. And you always act as though I am somehow forcing you 
to be in an air-conditioned room. Okay, and first of all, and before I say this, allow me to state again for the record and for our party people, Eric Shawquin and I are not married. If you are a tall British crime solver, find Eric on Facebook because he's really slow. Or you just play one on TV, but are tall and British. He didn't hear the last thing I said because he stepped on my line. But anyway... Um, you are always hot, and it's weird. And you should pro- you're probably an alien because you were also born in Germany. What was and nobody the end knows. of your line? I what said they... they should find you on Facebook because you're very slutty on Facebook. You're always sleeping around with people on Facebook. Yeah, that <laughs> happened. It's so the opposite of anything that's actually true that it makes me laugh. You are an alien. Your body temperature is not normal. It's it's escalated, and you are always hot everywhere you go. You're hot, and so you come over here at about. One o'clock, and you turn the air conditioner down to 32 degrees. And then we come in there, icicles, and our staff is like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. I don't think you made that noise at the end of The Shining, but so, you know what I mean. Let me, let's let's recap here. Every day on show days, I get dressed and come over here on my Sunday morning to turn on the AC. After so the that, eggs stop exploding. So that the office will not be, well, that's usually prior to egg ex, the exploding egg sandwich, but at some point in that process, yes. And so that the place will not be all stuffy and hot and horrible. You put a and spin on it. Christopher complains about it um, as though somehow I've done something mean to him. Yeah, well, But well, I am always hot. You that are I won't argue hot. about. You are always hot, and there is like a 70% chance that you're an alien. I think, which explains the weird driving, because aliens won't know how to drive on this sort of gravitational plane. You think I'm an alien? I think you might be an alien. You may not know it, but I think you might be an alien. Well, I you don't think my parents would have noticed? I mean, I, I, I think they realized that I was a little odd. I think your parents are in on it. I think we, you, we know that you were born in Heidelberg, Germany. Uh, and and it, allegedly, aliens could be from Heidelberg, Germany, or you could just have had parents who were in the military, which is what most of the Americans who were born in Heidelberg—that's their explanation. It's okay. a good cover story, though. It's very convincing. I, I want our party people to assemble and present evidence on the Facebook page that Eric is in fact an alien, and I'm not just talking about fun Photoshop. Uh, er, that's it. Make Eric into an alien using Photoshop. I want to see this. I think this is a great idea. I love it when we just do shit by the seat Defacing of pictures of me. That sounds great. Okay, let's go back to the Inappropriatron for oh, our good. final entry in Quattro de Mayo, Drunken Confessions. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Yes, William Madison. This will be more of a confession after drinking. Back around 1990, my friends and I left the big dance bar Discovery in Little Rock, Arkansas, after a night of drinking and dancing, emphasis on the drinking. Uh-huh. On the way back to the little hick town we lived in, there was only one place to stop and get any food. To I won't mention the name, but they served the little square burgers. Oh, yeah. The service always sucked, but this time it was beyond belief. It took 30 minutes waiting in line and then another 10 minutes waiting at the counter for them to take our orders. There were about 15 more people in line behind us who just got disgusted and left. So it was just my friends and I standing at the counter watching five employees with their backs to us stand around and do nothing. I try not to get mad when I'm drinking as it never ends well. <laughs> I let the drinking and my temper get the better of me, so while standing at the counter and being ignored, I stole the X and Z keys out of all three cash registers. For those of you who have never worked retail, you used the keys to balance the shifts and daily sales receipts. 
After another 15 minutes of waiting, we got our orders and left. And as we left, I tossed the keys in the ditch by the restaurant. Oh. I am sure the manager was really pissed that morning when he got a phone call that they could not close out the shift. I was also smart enough not to piss them off if they were cooking my food or anything. Right. But I still feel I got my revenge. Excellent. Bye. You like that one. I love the revenge component. I think mm. that is really, yeah, there is a part of, and I think it was very sensible of you not to piss them off while they were cooking your food because nobody wants their food spit on. And I love that the, the revenge happened later mm. while there was no clear, like, hmm, where did those keys go? Delayed no revenge. Way of telling. Yeah, yeah, there's really sort of, that's really brilliant. I stayed at a at a beach resort once above these horrible, it was a condo that I'd borrowed from a friend and the only other condo in the whole place, it was off season that was occupied was the one underneath mine. And those people drove me crazy complaining about everything that I did. I was alone. They were a family of like 10 people and yet my noise was somehow disturbing them. So when I left and they were still there, I set the, the alarm clock in the master bedroom to go off at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> and put it on a loud rock station and mm-hmm. left it set. And then I set the one in the other bedroom to go off at 530. <laughs> <laughs> so that they'd have just enough time to go off to sleep and then the other one would start well, going. Wait a minute. What were they what could you have possibly been doing that they were complaining about? Like it was really like like I had brought my dog and the dog barked while I was out walking on the beach or whatever. So I literally drove the dog back to Columbia. And then drove back to the beach so that they would be, you know, really? so that it would be, yeah. I honest to God, like I, I really knocked myself out. Like there was this, you're jumping up and down. I was like, I'm jumping up and down. I don't even know what that means. Like it was this ongoing series of complaints. And the last time the manager of the place came to the door, I said, unless the building is on fire. Do not come back to this door. You were alone. Yeah. You were completely alone. Actually, my friend Greg showed up and joined me later in the in the trip. Yeah. But yeah, no, mostly most of the time I had gone to get some rest. Yeah. And to get away from the city. My boss had loaned me his condo and I went and was staying there. And like these people literally, I don't know, they were expecting monastic silence. I have no idea what they were looking for. They were not particularly quiet. They were a loud, raucous family having a good time at the beach, which was okay with me, but everything I did bothered them. And I finally just told the manager, so don't come to don't come we're to We're going to find it, find these people and we're going to shame them and we're going to ruin their lives because we have a radio show now and they fucking don't. And well, that's how it works. At least at I hope so. Show. I mean, it might have been Howard Stern and his family. I <laughs> it have was no Rush idea. Limbaugh. <laughs> it was the Limbaugh's, maybe his third wife. I have no idea, but they were very unpleasant people. I, you know, I, I was happy with the revenge. I just, and I just drove away. The part, the condo was locked. There was nobody who could turn off those alarm clocks, and it just, they just went off into eternity. That is revenge. So at some point, we will be doing a revenge contest. But tonight has been our drunken confession contest, and I'm now being told by Shea Butters that the ballot goes up. At 6 p.m. So if you're listening to one of our encore performances or the podcast, that will mean absolutely nothing to you because the a ballot will already be up. And it'll be on the Dinner Party Show Facebook page, right? You just click yes. where it says vote, up where you see pictures and friends and those little things. It says vote. <laughs> Say it again like friends. that. Pictures and friends. You said something like you're talking about your nephew's yearbook, his annual with his friends in it. Yes. And, it, and it's 6 p.m. for people here on the West Coast, which is really the best coast if, if we're put under pressure to answer the question 
and uh, do the time difference. For... Well, let's pick a fight with the East Coast. East Coast versus West Coast, that's, man. That's such a... There was this hard. There was this article in uh, the New York Times about what a mess Los Angeles was, and I thought, well, I can see where this is headed. Every <laughs> fucking year, the New York Times does some article. Remember the rats of Beverly Hills? There was a huge New York Times expose about the rat problem in Beverly Hills. I've never seen a rat in Beverly Hills. I go there all the time to to buy tea. And... They're there to eat all the fruit that nobody ever picks on all yeah, those trees. I know. Which, you know, like, but, like, for New York but to New point York, at other people's yeah, rats, rats. Really? Yeah. Like, give me a break. But yeah, every year there's the fight. But there's no reason for us to get involved in this, is Whoops. all I'm saying. Too late. I'm just saying West Coast dinner parties fucking kick ass East Coast dinner parties. Okay. That's I'm just out. saying that. Uh, the ballot goes up at 6 o'clock and it'll be that little vote button that you click okay. on the Facebook fan page. And the entries are, to recap, 300 yards from home. The, the naked facts of life. I'm trying to do them from memory the and you're reading the script. The one Christopher, I, yeah. Stepfather's Day. That's right. Run for the border. That Runs was the P for in the, the border. Runs for the border and Keys to the Castle, which we just played. The White Castle. Oh. We're not saying the name. Don't say the name. So we want to remind everybody before the show closes that the Vampire Lestat Fan Club Ball tickets have gone on sale. At (laughs) www.arvlfc.com. That stands for Anne Rice Vampire Lestat Fan Club. That will be the weekend of Halloween in New Orleans. Anne Rice will be there. Prince Lestat will be in stores. Eric Shaw Quinn and I will be in the wings making fun of people (laughs) and trying to capture Jordan Ampersand. He'll be dressed as a little vampire slave or something like that and next week we have live from poison creek and it's our mother's day special absolutely in honor of mother's day we're bringing in um jonelle sams who is nobody's mother uh, nobody's mother so but, that's a really but she was great choice to, but she was willing to do the show she so. was the only one who's willing to work uh, yeah. well you know i i will tell you i'm glad we're doing a poison creek special because i am headed to portland oregon next weekend because the heavens rise is nominated for a bram stoker award that's hot and i will be at the world horror convention so it's very possible that if i don't win i'll break in on the mother's day special and just to trash talk the other nominees which includes stephen king so that that's would be nice. a really bad idea yeah all right. Any final thoughts, Eric Shaw Quinn? That's, I love it when you, I love it when we close that. I I just would like to point out that Christopher did not do a drunken confession after calling everybody else a chicken. I feel like telling everybody that you're an alien is my drunken confession. It was probably ill advised, and it'll probably get me in a lot of trouble with your race. Well, we'll see what happens <laughs> on the next. Have fun in Have fun in Seattle. <laughs> you have fun in. Poison I love your Creek. hair. I hope you win. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> That's why I don't have any hair left. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to The Dinner Party Show. Thanks. Don't forget to vote.
I've been to a marvelous party. 